0: I'm your host, Silver Spoon, joined as always by a man who said, It's okay that this show isn't coming out on Monday, it's Captain
1: A lot of shit's happening, Sills, trying to be, try, trying to keep up with the times, damn it. That is
0: right, and we are on our way to what is arguably my favorite pay-per-view of the year, the regal Rumble, which of course is headlined by the Regal Rumble match, 30 men enter the ring, but only one leaves with a shot at the JWF Championship in the main event of Wrestle Palooza.
1: And it's, a, it's an event where you to win it, you have to go through every other person on the roster, Sills. You gotta send everybody over that top rope.
0: That's right. And then, it, it, even if you do win You have got a bigger obstacle in your way at Wrestlepalooza in the form of the JWF champion, who, of course, we know right now is Guy Fieri. And let me tell you something right now. Guy Fieri, a lot of people here, he's the champion. They laugh it off. They think it is a joke. But that is a huge obstacle in your way if you want to attain glory at Wrestlepalooza.
1: That's right, Sills. So as we know, Guy Fieri, he might not have the most impressive record as of recently. However, he has held on to the JWF Championship with everything that he has. He has scratched and clawed to attain that championship, done some very unsavory things, but he's not willing to let it go easily. That
0: is right. And Guy Fieri, he has been away from the JWF for a while, went on vacation, went all around this country finding America's favorite diners drive-ins and dives, but he is back tonight. He is in our ring, and I think the champion has something to say. So last week, Blake Tanner came out to the ring, and he said he felt disrespected at the Tibby Awards. And because of that, Blake Tanner wanted to prove that he was the best in this company. So what does he do? He calls out chuck tibbs and you see that bit confuses me because chuck tibbs doesn't have the jwf world heavyweight championship chuck tibbs doesn't have any gold around his waist chuck tibbs isn't the best in this company you see this championship over my shoulder it's not some fancy piece of bling no this championship signifies that guy fietti is the best damn thing going in this company but once again the king of Flavortown remains overlooked and forgotten but believe me it doesn't matter who wins in tonight's main event it doesn't matter what happens between Blake Tanner and Chuck Tibbs tonight because at the end of the day the JWF Championship represents greatness and Guy Fieri is that greatness. You see, a couple of weeks ago when Chuck Tibbs came out, he won the Tibby Award for Wrestler of the Year. He said that he didn't deserve it. And of course you sheep in the crowd all chanted along. You told him he deserves it. Clap clap, 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 You deserve it. Clap, 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 clap. When you all knew you were wrong. That trophy, that Tibby Award, that belonged to me, in a year where I pinned a man that was arguably the greatest of all time, Momoa Curry, a year where I went toe-to-toe with the best this company has to offer, a year where Guy Fieri finally climbed to the top of the mountain and stuck his boot heels in the dirt, I was once again forgotten. And Chuck Tibbs got the heaps of unearned respect that he's gotten his entire career. Well, at the Regal Rumble, Chuck gets one last moment in the sun. He gets one last opportunity at the JWF Championship. And when he loses, you all are going to have to admit to yourselves something that Guy Fieri has known since the start of his career, that this title belongs to me. Because I deserve it. I deserve it. I deserve it! Well, Tibbs, it seems like Guy Fieri, Blake Tanner, both a couple of men that have felt disrespected, but Blake Tanner's one of the men who can attempt to vindicate himself in tonight's main event. As Guy Fieri said, Blake Tanner taking on the Wrestler of the Year from 2020, Chuck Tibbs. And let me tell you something, if Blake is anything, like like the violent, like the conniving Blake Tanner we've seen in the past, I know your boy is good, but he has a hell of a lot of work ahead of him.
1: And so I wouldn't go ahead and count out our 2020 Wrestler of the Year that easily. And when it comes to the guy Vietti, well, Sills... So, <laughs> was the last time you ever heard somebody that actually deserved it try to tell everybody that they did? That is a point. I mean, last time we saw Guy Fieri
0: was back at Scotty Mania, taking on the beast, the monster known as uh, the chonk to our friends in JXT, but Big Cyrus Crane, since he debuted, a man that Scotty Moore brought into this company. And, of course, at the very same pay-per-view, Scotty held a battle royal to determine who would face him at the Regal Rumble. And, of course, we all thought this was ego-driven. This was all about Scotty Moore getting his moment in the limelight. But shocking the world was the return of Funky Flossie, a man who Scotty Moore has systematically disrespected and destroyed throughout these months. Funky Flossie came back. He won that match. And now he's got a chance to go up against a former JWF champion at the Regal Rumble. And Tibbs, I think if anyone's been
1: prepared for it, it's Funky Flossie. You know what sells. Funky Flossie, he has eat, slept, and breathed wrestling. Especially ever since he got that moment. They got that opportunity to go after Scotty Moore. Somebody who has cost him nothing but grief and pain during his time here in the JWF and even before that in JXT.
0: That's right, and of course, Funky Flossie interviewed last week, said he would make Scotty Moore respect him at the Regal Rumble, but Scotty Moore is backstage right now with one of our top interviewers to respond to that. So why don't we hear what Scotty has to say. Ladies and gentlemen, Dad the Dad of dad, backstage here with the man who's said to go toe-to-toe with Funky Flossie in just a few short weeks. At the Regal Rumble. Of course, it's Scotty Moore. Now, Scotty, last week, Funky said he intended to prove himself to you at the Regal Rumble. That he was setting out to make you respect him. How do you respond to Funky's claims? So, um, this is is the part where I'm supposed to play the bad guy, right? This is the part where I'm supposed to say, Oh, Funky Flossy's a joke, and I'm going to beat him down, brother. Pin him to the mat. Leave him in obscurity, but... You see, the truth of the matter is, I do respect Funky Flossie. In fact, I think I respect Funky Flossie more than anyone in this company. Well, at least I respected who Funky Flossie was. You see, I respected a man that came down to the ring every week in JXT, and whether he won, whether he lost, it didn't matter. He would pick himself up and keep fighting week after week after week, and that was something that I respected. I respected it so much that when Captain Tibbs asked me who he needed to call up from JXT, it wasn't Robert Hill that I was talking about. It wasn't Houston Longhorn. No, Funky Flossy was one of the first names on my list. And what happened? What, what happened, McDonald, when he got called up? You, you know, I, I know you saw. it. He lost. Again. And again, and again, and again, and again, to a point where I genuinely thought this man took his ball and went home because we stopped seeing Funky Flossie on television. He was a failure, and he knew it. Look, uh, maybe it's my fault, okay? Maybe it's my fault thinking that Funky was on the same level of the JWF superstars. I mean, when Blake Tanner and myself got called up From JXT, we won the JWF Tag Team Championships in just a few short weeks. When the Dylan was called up, he became the world's champion in less than a year. And I mistakenly thought that Funky Flossie was made of the same stuff we were. So, Funky, I I know you're watching, and I gotta say, I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry for thinking that you were better than you were. So, the Regal Rumble... It's going to be your final proving grounds, your final opportunity to prove that maybe I was right to send you up here because right now, based on everything I've seen, you've been proving me wrong for over a damn year. And believe me, Scotty Moore is not a man that likes to be wrong because when I, oh my God, Tim's from out of nowhere, funky, flossy, and like a house of fire, he had beaten the living hell out of Scotty Moore. This is insanity.
1: So this Scotty Moore wanted a response to what he was saying tonight from Funky Vloss. He has got it in spades. That's right. Look at this. Just sending him. Oh, careening into that
0: concrete wall, but he's backed up funky flossy looking for it could we see it going for the funky kong but oh scotty ducks look at that leg of funky cracking against that concrete and oh a big super kick from scotty absolutely levels the funky one and then oh tosses him through that catering table a little disrespect added on top of that i mean scotty Moore just proved funky flossy he can come in like a house of fire i mean when he debuted it was like a house of fire, but just like that, Scotty snuffs that fire out, and that's what worries me about Funky going toe-to-toe with Scotty Moore. I mean, we we like to make fun of Scotty Moore every once in a while, but the man is a former JWF champion. That man is a former tag team champion. He has done just about everything there is to do in this company, and I think in Funky Flossie's case, that, that's going to be dangerous walking in against no matter where you are.
1: Though that might be true, Sills. I would say it is not, it is not cut and dry. There is nothing set in stone here. Funky Flossie, Scotty Moore, we know, we know how hard Funky Flossie has worked for this, and we know that this is
0: gonna be a fight for the ages. That's right. More shocking things have happened in the past in JWF. In fact, I can think of a shocking thing that happened just a few short weeks ago at the Tibby Awards, a prestigious awards ceremony. I, I mean, it is a historical place, but what happened? I mean, our tag team of the year, the Rising Suns, they came out to the ring and then they were blasted from behind. They were sidelined by the team known as Bananas in Pajamas who beat the living hell out of them, then cashed in their cash in the bag briefcase and then pinned them to the mat to become our new JWF Tag Team Champions. And we have not heard from the Rising Suns since then. I mean, you got to think. That takes you off your game, your, your biggest moment in your career, becoming the tag team of the year to be interrupted like that. I, I mean, it had to be affecting the psyche
1: of the Rising Suns. And I completely understand that, Sills. It was a dirty, underhanded tactic that Bananas and Pajamas used at a time when the Rising Suns were at their weakest, honestly, when they were least expecting it. They used that to get one over on them. And so at that point, if I were the Rising Suns, i would go to ground just like that i would do nothing until my chance came to get my championships back that's right and that chance as you announced earlier today is
0: coming at the regal rumble the rising suns versus bananas in pajamas it is going to be an absolute barn burner of a match when those two collide but for right now we're going to get a little preview of that because the Hammerman is in our ring, finally returning, and he is set to take on one half of our tag team champions, Johnny Bananas. And you know that Hammerman's been waiting to
1: get his hands on the Banana Man. Oh, and Sills, I've been waiting for the Hammerman to get his hands on the Banana Man. Because you know what hammers do to bananas, Sills?
0: They, they squash them.
1: Yeah, damn right they do.
0: Let's go to the match. That's right, wait wait, wait a minute I'm being told something, there's an altercation Going on backstage, let's pull it up on our Tron, and oh my god, tips! Look at this, that is Joey Pajamas The tag team partner of Johnny Bananas And he is beating the living hell Out of fomo song uh, Hammer Man's best friend, his known associate In one half of the Rising Suns Joey Pajamas is absolutely destroying Him
1: backstage, Tips, We gotta get some security back there Damn it This is what I was worried about, Sills. These two have gotten a little bit of gold, and they're going to do anything that it takes to hold on to it. They don't care about wrestling. All they care about is the championships.
0: That's right. Now look at this, picking up fomo Son and powerbombing him into that garbage can and Oh, no, Tibbs. What is Joey Pajamas thinking? He has got him in that garbage can. And, oh, my God, just tosses him off the side of that loading dock. What the hell is Joey Pajamas thinking? That's that's not trying to retain a championship. That's trying to end a man's career right there. I mean, where's this new aggressive attitude of these boys coming from?
1: I don't know, Sills, but I, let me tell you what. That just shows what level of depravity Bananas and Pajamas are willing to stoop to just to retain these championships they could have killed fomo on
0: that's right now let's go back to the ring and oh, unfortunately the show must go on the bell ringing but oh look at that hammer man getting rolled up Hammerman was distracted by that onslaught that joey pajamas was just performing on his tag team partner he gets rolled up one Oh, kicking out at the last minute is the Hammerman, and oh, look at that! Hammerman is staring down Joey Pajea, or Joey Bananas, Johnny Bananas, and you can tell Johnny has made one hell of a mistake. His Hammerman is just staring daggers into him.
1: You can tell Sills that that did nothing to the Hammerman but get him angry, and a mad Hammerman is not something that you want to see because you know what a mad Hammerman does
0: He squashes him. Yep. Well, it looks like he's trying to begin that squash right now, giving chase after Johnny, but Johnny escaping to the outside of the ring. But, ooh, eats a big forearm to the back of the head from the Hammerman. And now Hammerman is just pummeling him on the outside. Look at that, mounted over him, sending shot after shot into his skull. Hammerman is furious. Oh, tossing him into those steel steps, tips. Hammerman, something is unlocked in the head of the Hammerman right now.
1: That's right, Silks. <laughs> so that's what happens when you take a few hammers to the head. Once you take a few hammers to the head, a few self-inflicted hammers, you open up the new you open up new gates, new gates, new power for the hammerman. This is this is a new hammerman. We're gonna see the hammerman destroy this banana.
0: That is right. And now look at this. Whips him into the barricade and he is backed up. It looks like Hammerman's looking for it. The hammer boot. But oh, Joe, Johnny ducking out of the way. Hammerman's leg getting caught up on that barricade. And oh, gets tossed over the side. Hammerman getting tossed over onto the solid concrete. Now look at this banana. seeing Shibata, our referee, at a count of seven, rolling into the ring. And, I mean that—that's a real champion right there, isn't it? Trying to win a damn match by count out. That—that
1: looks like the plan here. Absolutely. Since he got out of the damn way, and he just let the Hammerman careen into that, and, and now he's just gonna go for the count out.
0: That's right. But wait a minute, Shibata at a count of eight, but the Hammerman is stirring. Hammerman's on the outside. He's got the hands on the barricade. At a count of nine now, Hammerman trying to get back to the ring, but wait, wait Tim's what the, what the hell? Hammerman just got, pull. I don't know if he got pulled, I don't know if he fell, but Hammerman's back over the barricade. Damn it, Shibata counts 10, the match is over, Hammerman got counted out, what the hell's happening behind that barricade?
1: I don't know, Sills, we need to get a camera over
0: there right now. Oh no! Oh no! It's Joey Pajamas. Joey Pajamas was back there, grabbed Hammerman by the leg, pulled him back down, and now he's beating the hell out of the Hammerman. And here comes Johnny to join him. Bananas and Pajamas have decimated the former tag team champions. The 2020 tag team of the year are getting destroyed right now by Bananas and Pajamas. This is ludicrous.
1: Those rat-faced bastards. How could they do this to the Hammerman and FOMO song? How could they do this to one of the greatest tag teams we've had in JWF? And that's saying a lot.
0: That's right. I mean, one of the most famous samurai of all time said, The moment my battle begins isn't when the bell rings. It's when I find out the battle is happening. And that looks like the way Bananas and Pajamas are playing this. I mean, I wouldn't doubt if they tried to beat the hell out of these two men all the way to the Regal Rumble. That way, it's easy pickings when they step in the ring.
1: Of course. I couldn't have said it better myself. Who said that? Miyamoto Musashi is his name. Sounds like I would have gotten along well with themselves. That
0: is right. When I think bananas and pajamas, I think famed samurai. But one man who certainly doesn't think like a samurai, instead he thinks like a damn tractor just running over his opponents, is the man known as Robert Hill. A man who absolutely decimated every opponent he has stepped in the ring with. A man who has never been pinned or submitted. Who last week destroyed Hollywood Hulcher and won the second win. The opportunity to enter the Regal Rumble twice. And let me tell you something, a lot of people say that's not a big deal. But in Robert Hill's case, I think he could put the best use out of it
1: before anybody. I think that's right, Sills. I mean, just look at Robert Hill. It's already going to take a team effort, a massive effort, for somebody incredibly strong to get him over that top rope in the first place. And now you're telling everybody else in the Regal Rumble they're going to have to do it twice?
0: That is right.
1: But Robert Hill is
0: backstage right now with one of our top interviewers to to respond to winning the second wind and what he intends to do at the Regal Rumble. Let's have a listen.
1: Hello, everybody. Honey Pot don't poke the bear here, with the man who is now in possession of the Second Wind and can now enter the Regal Rumble twice this year, Robert Hill. Now, Robert, what strategy do you have when it comes to using the Second Wind?
2: Strategy? Robert Hill's a man that don't need no strategy. Robert Hill is a freight train that runs through the entire JWF roster at 5 p.m. every Saturday. Strategy is for little people that need to be clever to win and beat their opponents. But I don't know if you noticed, honey baby, Robert Hill ain't little. Robert Hill is a force of destruction that this company hasn't seen in years. I'll be honest. This is about the first year that the winner of the second win doesn't even need the damn thing. In fact, the only reason I won it is because Hollywood Holter, that dumb little curly-haired bitch, decided to challenge me, and all I did was what Robert Hill always does. Win! So yeah, I'm coming to the Regal Rumble, and I can't enter it twice. But believe me, I ain't gonna need it. Yeah, I'm going to take those 28 other men and throw them over the top rope. Hell, I might even throw them right all the way out there in the stands. I might hit Captain Tibbs at the desk over there. Because there ain't no man, champion, or even God that can stand between me and victory. Hey, Gavietti. Why don't you get that title all nice and shined up for me? Is it Wrestlepalooza? It's going to belong... ...to me.
0: Well, he seems like a nice man who we shouldn't say any negative words about, Tibbs. He certainly seems confident and poised heading into this match.
1: He's an intelligent speaker who's definitely not terrifying. And still, I will say that uh, I was not the one who said he thinks as much as a tractor.
0: That is right, Tibbs. But now... Why don't we move on to our main event, a match who I know you've got some personal stakes in, as you always do, as your son, Chuck Tibbs, 2020's Wrestler of the Year, takes on Blake Tanner, our current BS champion. And let me tell you something, if Chuck can manage to get a victory out tonight, that may put him in contention for a, a
1: captain's title match. Of course, Sills. Uh, having Chuck get another win, that... Uh... Not only is that going to bring him up in the power rankings enough, but honestly, having beaten the captain's champion once, Chuck Tibbs, wrestler of the year 2020, he can do it again.
0: That is right. Now look at this bell going ding. And, ooh, both men locking up in the center of the ring, both jockeying for position. But, ooh, Blake Tanner just getting shoved away by Chuck Tibbs. I, I mean, showing some strength tonight is Chuck, but Blake Tanner locking up one more time. But, ooh, Chuck reverses into a big DDT dropping Blake straight down onto his skull, Blake Tanner being forced to roll out of the ring, now Tibbs this is what I wanted to bring up when it comes to this match first time that Chuck Tibbs ever had a singles match in this company was also Blake Tanner's first singles defense of the JWF World Heavyweight Championship and back then Chuck was known as Canada Charlie, he was what we call in the business as a ham and egger he, he was just here to come in, eat a pen, and leave. Chuck has grown a lot, but do you think Blake Tanner may
1: be planning for, to face Canada Charlie not to face this new, improved Chuck Tibbs. That is a good point, Sills. So Blake Tanner and Chuck, they have not crossed paths that many times since their first altercation. Uh, they, they, they've hit each other once or twice, but I don't think that Blake Tanner is ready for the new Chuck Tibbs, for the Chuck Tibbs that not only do we see in 2020, but the one who is ready to make a name for himself and make that name even greater in 2021.
0: That's right. Now look at this. Chuck finally giving chase to Blake on the outside. Both men running around the ring. Blake finally back in the ring. Chuck trying to join him, but ooh, eats a bunch of boots to the back from Blake Tanner. And that is the one advantage I will give Blake over Chuck. He is a lot more clever when it comes to that work around the ring uh, to outsmarting your opponents. And he is just beating the hell out of Chuck, whips him into the turnbuckle. Oh, might be going for a big boot, but ooh, Chuck ducking it. And look at that, Blake Tanner getting caught up on the top rope. When your boot goes that high and gets stuck, that can cause
1: some leg issues for Blake. Uh, that could have hurt his leg. He could have tore some ligaments. And uh, not only that, he's stuck in the ropes right now. You can see that's taking valuable time away from giving Chuck an opportunity to recuperate and get some offense in.
0: That's right. Blake finally coming loose. Chuck going after him. But oh, look at that. Blake raking the eyes, wasting no time. And look at that. Our referee Shabata quickly going after Blake Tanner. And, and let me tell you something. This is... If you want to talk about people changing, we've seen growth out of Chuck since that initial fight against Blake Tanner, but we've also seen a change in Blake Tanner. During his one of his record reigning, he was once the longest reigning JWF champion. During that reign, I mean, I don't think we would have ever seen these kind of techniques from Blake. The, The chasing a man out of the ring, the raking of the eyes. Blake Tanner has certainly developed a new style in recent
1: years. He has Sills, and I don't know if that's going to work out better for him or not. He, he he seems to have fallen on the side of the spectrum now where he cares more about defending his championship uh, by uh, tactics like that eye rake there, Sills, That instead of actually doing it in the ring.
0: That's right. You can see Chuck trying his best to uh, to get his vision back after that eye rake as Blake, ooh, just shoves Shibata out of the wake and ooh, Hits a big kick to the gut. And he has got Chuck locked up for it. He's got him picked up. The bee sting, that vicious brain buster, goes for the pinfall. One, two. Oh, kicking out at two is Chuck. Tibbs but I don't think Blake Tanner cares Blake Tanner doesn't care he is backing up he's going for that big stomp the Blake out but ooh Chuck rolling out of the way and look at that causing Blake to plant his foot into the mat and that has got to aggravate that leg injury as Chuck gets back up and hits a beautiful half and half suplex
1: oh that's a good move there Chuck and if you see Blake Tanner it looks like he might have tweaked his knee there on that bad landing from the Blake out that's right now Chuck with a beautiful
0: clothesline then a second off the ropes big heel kick sends Blake rolling out of the ring wait a minute look at this Blake Tanner has got his captain's championship in hand and is he taking his ball and going home what's Blake Tanner thinking
1: I don't know it would completely invalidate everything he said last week if he did I'd never have a bit of respect for Blake Tanner if he's going to do it he looks like he's just taking it and going home
0: that's right. I mean, he, he, well, you can say he lost to Chuck, but also he would not have been pinned or submitted. That might be what Blake Tanner is thinking right now as he walks up that entrance ramp and.
1: And. Tips? Sills, so, so, is that a uh, music that I think it is? It is, and it
0: looks like coming out on our stage right now is none other than the the king of kings the cerebral Assass- assassin Triple H is here I mean we have seen these WWE guys coming out interfering in Blake Tanner's matches and it looks like Triple H just scared Blake Tanner back into the ring I, I mean what the hell is WWE got against Blake
1: I-, I don't know sells that and now that you think about it though he said he has been on the bad end of a few WWE superstars, as they call them over there. And they, they even to the point that they've invaded the JWF to interrupt his matches, much like this. And Triple H, Triple H is no, no small potato right now. What, what do they have against this man? That's right.
0: I mean, we remember back at Scotty Mania, Brock Lesnar interfering in Blake's match. Uh, the month before that, at Crossing the Line, uh, former WWE Champion Sheamus interfering. I mean, these guys keep coming out, they keep interfering in these matches, and it has led Blake Tanner right into the arms of Chuck Tibbs, who's grabbed him. He's got him. D, D, Tibbs, just like that, planting Blake onto his skull, falls into that pinfall. One, two kick out Blake Tanner kicking out and look Chuck Tibbs looks besides himself even Triple Angel
1: Chuck. well Chuck so not for nothing this is still Blake Tanner as much as he's acting like a complete and utter coward right now we can't discount the fact that he is and has been one of the better superstars in the JWF last year notwithstanding that's right, but oh wait
0: a minute! Look at Blake! Look at Blake! He's
1: grabbed Chuck. Crucifix pin. Crucifix pin. One,
0: two kick out, but ooh, unfortunately delivers a big super kick after that crucifix pin, Chuck is on the mat, Chuck is on the mat look at this, Blake Tanner locking eyes with the King of Kings, saying I don't care what you're gonna do to me, back it up goes for the Blake out, but ooh Chuck avoiding once again, but this time grabbing the leg, he's grabbed that injured leg, brought him to the center of the ring captain's hook, captain's hook Blake Tanner's reaching for the ropes Blake Tanner's reaching for the ropes, but he's forced to tap at the left Last minute, Blake Tanner has been defeated by Chuck Tibbs
1: and that's how you do it, Sills
0: Wait, really? That's gonna be your proud moment? That's gonna be your proud moment after the ding dang Triple H comes out and interferes?
1: Listen, I don't have a dog in that damn fight The only dog that I have in any fight is the one right there That is also my son and not a dog that's right you can see
0: chuck tibbs the number one contender on the top rope celebrating with the jwf universe oh my god from behind it's guy fietti it's guy fietti the jwf champion chuck's opponent at the regal rumble is here and he has just clocked chuck tibbs over the skull with that title and look at this he is just raining shots down onto the face of chuck tibbs this is horrifying
1: I can't believe that bastard. He comes out here whining and crying about that. And he comes back and attacks my son from behind in what it should be his moment of triumph. After his great victory today, Sills, we couldn't even get ten seconds to be happy.
0: That is right. Look at this Guy Fietti, firmly planting his boot in the chest of Chuck Tibbs before holding that title to the sky. And I think that is a firm declaration from Guy Fietti for what we are going to see at this year's Regal Rumble. But before we can get to that, we got to get through next week's episode of JWF Monday Night Ignition, where we are going to be hearing from bananas in pajamas in addition one of them are going to be in action because this week we saw johnny versus Hammerman. next week we're going to see joey pajamas taking on fomo that's assuming fomo-san can even make it to the arena after that onslaught from last week
1: agreed sales i hope that he's doing all right we've had people looking him over he's we're going to see if he's cleared for competition next week and if he is he's definitely going to have something to say to bananas and pajamas That's right. And in addition to
0: that, I'm going to be having a sit down interview with the number one contender to the JWF championship, Chuck Tibbs. I mean, we know Chuck had a complicated year back in 2020. I mean, hell, we all did, but Chuck says he wants to review that year, talk about his wins, but also talk about his losses ahead of his big match. And Tibbs, let me tell you something. I got a feeling that interview is going to be can't miss. 100%
1: 100% Sills. I can't wait for it. I can't wait to hear from Charlie, hear what he's thinking. Old Chucky boy, my son. Sometimes I call him both names. I'm excited. That's right. But before then.
0: Remember to support the JWF by donating at patreon.com slash a load of BS. Get you access to exclusive content, exclusive videos, and our Discord, where we hang out, chat, and watch worse wrestling than this show. And make sure to pick up merchandise for your favorite JWF superstars at merch.loadofpurebs.com. I'm not saying we book based on merch sales, but uh, Chuck has sold quite a few t-shirts in his day.
1: That is right, Sills, and not all of them were to me even. That's right, but until next time,
0: he's been Captain Tibbs, I've been Silver Spoon, this has been JWF Monday Night Ignition, and we will see you next time.